Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Richard Blosser, your hack with a microphone back to talk some more hockey nonsense with each and every one of you. At the time of this recording, it is Valentine's Day, everyone. Hope all of you enjoyed your Valentine's Day with your significant or insignificant other. I don't judge. I'm not here to judge. Well, actually... I don't necessarily mind your love life because that's not what we're here for. We are here to talk about Hershey Bears hockey because the lads are back. The boys are here. We finally had a weekend where there was more than one game going on. Huzzah! Let's freaking go! But before we start up, I just want to say thank you to everyone who has listened over the past two weeks because both... Last week's show, Drop the Puck, and the previous show with Corey, each of them has eclipsed the 100 listen mark for each of them. Before that, my numbers were 56, 54, and my first episode back was 29. But anyway, this is a huge part to the podcast community, to where we have reached out, we have, I've been putting this on Facebook, connecting with other podcasters who do sports or self-help or whatever. I've been making a serious effort to branch out this show to be able to talk to other people and talk and just get my name out there. And I'm going to tell everyone this. At the end of the month, there's an announcement coming. Oh, yes, boys and girls. Good things are coming. As Alton Brown once taught me, your patience will be rewarded. And it will be. But we'll talk about that once we get there. All right. So let's talk about some Hershey Bears hockey as the boys were back at it for our first roadie of the season. The boys on Thursday, yes, Thursday, went up to Wilkes-Barre Scranton, the arena in the shadow of a mountain uh, to take on the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins first of 12 matchups with this team. Let's go. And uh, Wilkes-Barre this year is a team (laughs) that is really feeling the effects of the GM JR um, neglect. The, The Penguins farm system is a mess. I'm not going to lie to everyone. I mean, I, I'm a Yinzer. It, I'm a Yinzer. It is, this is not known. This is not new stuff. But this is a farm system that does not strike fear 
into anyone else because they have a bunch of really good prospects coming in. No, they have a bunch of late round draft picks and maybe just maybe some guys that are willing to play hockey with them. Maybe some real long term projects, but um, no, no, their best real prospect on the team right now, their goalie, Emmy Larmy, who was in net. That's L A R M I. Emmy Larmy was your netminder. And we were underway in the arena of the Shadow of the Mountain to go back at it. And it's nice to see the AHL still keeps this stupid tradition of dark jerseys at home and white jerseys on the road. Woo. So the boys went at it. It was your typical Wilkes-Barre game and just sort of feeling each other out. Two of these teams don't really know each other. And, oh, there, there's no fans in Wilkes-Barre. There's none. Not that it's any different than when they usually play hockey. <clears throat> so at about the 16-20 mark of the opening frame, or should I say a couple minutes into the game, Emmy Lormy goes to get the puck and just either misplays it or just doesn't, or just completely misjudges it as, you know how the goalie just kind of puts his stick down. It's like, all right, I'm going to stop this and then just flick it to where it needs to go. Well, I guess maybe he didn't put his stick down far enough, but it just... Went right by a stick. And wouldn't you know it, who's there on the far boards? Oh, look! It's Matt Molson. And you can just see the fear in the eyes of Emmy Larmy. It, it kind of reminded me of the big guy from um, uh, the Simpsons, the Krusty Gets Cancelled episode, the guy who holds the Cayman Island account, which starts going, oh, crap. It just, like, Emmy Larmy was just looking at this going, oh, crap. I shouldn't have played the puck like that. Oh, crap. The puck is past me. Oh, crap. It's going back toward the net. Uh, it's too cold today. <laughs> and once you know it, Matt Molson just slides it right underneath him, which means... <laughs> it's Matt o'clock, you bastards! <laughs> the Hershey machine stopped at Matt o'clock when we were in Providence nearly a year ago. And now it seems all is well with the world once again. As it's Matt O'Clock once again. Matt Molson, his first of the season, puts it by Emmy Larmy, And the boys are up early. 1-1. But, of course, it's never never that easy. As a veteran of Tim Schuler was able to put Wilkes-Barre on the board at 2-1. Oh, I'm sorry, ties the game at 1-1. And then Wilkes-Barre... Gets a power play goal off of just a really nice feed out to Josh Curry. Real nice. And he just puts one by by Phoenix Copley. Just pew, right by him on a power play. It's a laser. It's a nice shot. It's 2-1 Wilkes-Barre. You rats. However, of course, the boys, well, it, 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 it's not going to be that that easy now, is it? The boys came right back. A nice little three-on-two there in the second period with Mike Scarbosa as a trailer. And Pilon just throws the puck right over to Scarbosa. And Emmy Larmy is doomed. And whew, right in the net as Michael, Michael Scarbosa ties the game at two. Ooh, oh, they're playing all my hits tonight. Matt O'Clock, Michael Scarbosa. Oh, goody, goody gumdrops. Oh, I am ready for this. <laughs> Just a real nice play. Crossing play, circle to circle, on a rush, and Scarbos is not going to miss that. And we are tied at two points apiece. Well, we go into the third, 
And uh, Wilkes-Barre gets called for a delay of game as a puck gets launched out of their own zone but lands into their bench. Now, typically, that's not a delay of game penalty because the benches are not counted as out of bounds. But what one of the, the refs noticed was that when the puck was thrown over the boards and it still went over the boards and was in out of bounds but came back into where the bench was. So it started on the ice, went up, was out of bounds, and then came back down on the Wilkes-Barre bench. By rule, that's technically a penalty. And I can understand, if you're a fan of Wilkes-Barre, you're pissed. If this had happened against Hershey, I'd be upset. But it's, by the letter of the law, it's a penalty. Sorry. They don't make the rules, they just enforce them. And well, long shot. On a power play right off of Emmy Lormy's chest, right to Connor McMichael. You might have heard of him, and puts it in the net. 3 2 Hershey late in the game as Connor McMichael, a Highlander destined to defeat evil. You might have heard of the kid from Team Canada in the World Juniors. First, oh, first round draft pick from 2019 gets it in, and it's 3 2 Hershey. And something I've been waiting for the boys to do that they didn't do against Lehigh. Can they close this game out? Can they close this out? Well, I got my answer. The answer was yes. They put this little baby to bed with some nice defensive efforts. Some good saves by Phoenix Copley. And that's the end of the game. Hershey 3, Wilkes-Barre 2. First win of the shortened season. First road win and a win against Wilkes-Barre. What a game. Great job out of the boys. I thought this was going to be 2-1 and the boys just just weren't going to have it. Or it was going to be another one where we're going to cough up a lead late. But no. The boys held the fort. Copley did enough to keep the boys in the game. And good to see, you know, Muggle and Molson get points on the board. Molson's may have been more by hook or by crook, but it still counts on the score sheets anyway. And Connor McMichael getting involved on this. Good for him. You love to see it. So that was all the way back on Thursday. And uh, you better get used to these weird day, weird day games, ladies and gentlemen, because this is how it's going to be. We're going to have a game on every single day of the week moving forward. I mean, not literally, but there's going to be a Monday game. It's going to be a Tuesday game. It's going to be a Wednesday game. We just had a Thursday. There might be a Friday somewhere. But, you know, this is what we're dealing with for the next couple months. And, you know, I I was starting to feel something about this game that I talked about in one of my recap videos. But I think I'll get to this after we get through the next game, which just took place today, was the Hershey Bears taking on the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Now, here we go. Round two versus the White Phantoms. Like, can I say White Phantoms? White Phantoms are ghosts. So taking on the ghosts. Yes, that 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 sounds better. They took on the ghosts, and uh, I still can't get past these 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 Lehigh Road jerseys. And it was announced the day of that Ilya Samsonov, coming off of all of his COVID stuff, was coming down to Hershey for what's basically a rehab stint, basically. And, uh, okay, we're going to start him, and Copley gets called up to the taxi squad. Lovely stuff, so let's get right to it. 
so we were underway on Valentine's Day, one o'clock start. God bless us, one and all. One o'clock start on Valentine's Day. Busy day of hockey for me. And I had a Valentine's Day brunch in the morning, or should I say it was a very underwhelming uh, brunch? But um, yeah. So I no sooner get in the car because the brunch ended at around one. I get the little dun on my phone. Oh, bear started. Okay. Okay, I get in the car. I hear dun-dun. Okay. Uh, Bears game start. Okay, okay. Start of the first. Start of the game start. Okay, yeah. Yes, Bears app. I know this. So I, I look at it again. I go to pull out of the parking lot, and I hear dun-dun. I'm like, oh, seriously? I do not need every single freaking time. Oh, my God. Hershey scored. Joe Snively. Boys, it feel good to say his name again. 18 seconds in, just skates down the line on Zane McIntyre and puts one far post, ping, and in. Yes, take that, Zane McIntyre. <laughs> the boys get one early on the Phantoms, and it looks like it's going to be a fun little day. That Okay, we're going to get revenge on these orange-coated bastards. You know, this, this is going to be a fun Valentine's Day for me. This is going to be a nice game. Where we get revenge on the phantoms. No. No. But no, it can't be that easy against the phantoms now, can it? Logan Day with a shot from the right circle. Now, on the video replay, and Zach said this on the radio, it fluttered over over Copley. Like, Cop, it seemed more like Copley was expecting the fastball and got a changeup, and it just went over his shoulder. Oof. And, yeah. That's sort of what happened, but okay. It's not that easy with the Phantoms. We'll be okay. We got this. We can take these guys on. We played them once before. We played them freaking a week ago. We can handle it. Right? No. Again, it's never that easy with Lehigh. When Lehigh just... There's a big scramble in front of the net. Who's clearing out? As it it just play breaks down... Lehigh throws a puck on net, and wouldn't you know it, there's wisdom with wisdom, and right over a sprawling Samson up. For God's sake, son, get up. Get up! Ugh. Look, I know you haven't played in a while, Samsonov, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to be nice, but, you know, that just, it, it can't happen. I can't have you sprawled out on the ice, but okay, okay. And we go into the second. We're down by one. We got this. We got this. There's a nice little pinning play up against the board. They throw the puck centering. Throws one on net with Rob. Looks like, is that O'Gower screening him or Reese Wilcox screening him? Somebody is screening him. And they throw the puck literally right beside Sam Sonoff. And the Phantoms put it in. And it's 3-1 Phantoms. Oof. Ugh. Ugh. And I keep listening to this on the radio, and I'm hearing more and more of this on the radio, just thinking, this is it. We're going to lose this game, aren't we? We're going to freaking lose this game, and th- th- this is how our season it- it's, it's going to be. It's going to be one of those days where we're just not in it, and early 1 o'clock start is what, is what dooms us. Well, Cameron Schilling said, Not on my watch, and just nice little play where the boys just surround the net, throw one in on net, and in comes 
Cameron says, he's okay, guys. I got this and puts it past Zane McIntyre for three to Hershey. Part of me is going, yes, we're back in this. While another part of me is going, crap. Now I got to get emotionally invested in this game because Washington Pittsburgh's coming on in a half an hour and I can't watch two games at once. So the boys just keep pushing back, pushing back against Lehigh. I like this. You can feel the ice is starting to tilt. The boys are getting more shots in on net. Little fun fact, the Bears only had one shot on goal against the Phantoms in the first eight minutes of the second period. Is that good? No, 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 that's not good. And go to your room. But the boys just keep working at it. They get that goal to make it 3-2, and then sh- and then Schilling to February, who finds a wide-open Scarbosa in the slot. Power shot! They score! Michael Scarbosa! And we are tied at three points apiece! Wow! This, this freaking team. You see, Lehigh, you're not the only team that's doing ugly work as servants of the undead. Oh, this is great. We're tied up, and the ice is firmly tilted back in Hershey's favor. This is what I like to see. Or in this case, listen to. So we work back into the... Late into the second. Rob O'Gara coming along the boards just puts a nifty little backhand on net from the near boards. Now, this puck's just going in on Zane McIntyre. And this reminds me of when I used to play um, NHL hockey, um, EA Sports, NHL, insert year number here. These are the kind of plays that I would do. I admit, I shot pucks on net like crazy. If I was on the boards, I'd just throw one on net. And Rob O'Gara just throws one. It's just going, going, and oh my god, it's in the net! Zane completely misplayed that, and Rob O'Gara, the former Providence Bruin, has put the Bears up 4-3. to The hockey gods be praised this day. These are the kind of goals that are backbreakers. These are the kind of goals that break teams' will and spirit, and this... This is the type of goal that's going to get us a win over Lehigh because these are the type of goals that do it. We got this, right? Right? No, it can't be that simple. Rob O'Gara tried playing a puck, dropped it down, just, you know, tried that usual hand, hand, grab the puck, throw it down, and just couldn't clear it in time, and in comes wisdom. Wisdom. Trust. So, wait, sorry. Sorry, I had, I had a Ronin Warriors flashback. Sorry. And he just comes in. It's him and Rob O'Gara, one-on-one. And he just cuts a little to the right, looks on Samsonov, and pew, it's in the net. Oh, suffering duck. Are you kidding me? This is the kind of crap. Ugh. The Phantoms have tied the game. Not not a back-breaking last-second one, but, you know... I said it about the Bears a a few minutes ago, and now I think it's more true about the Phantoms. They're doing ugly work as servants of the undead. They're freaking zombies. I'm beginning to think that they're not zombies. They're necromorphs from dead space. You can't shoot them in the head and blow their heads off. You got to blow off their limbs. That's the only way you stop them. We're trying freaking headshots on them, and it ain't working. Or are the Phantoms those licorice-type monsters from Resident Evil 7? If you know, you know, and good on you for knowing. So it's 4-4. Rob O'Gara just pounds the glass out because he know he done effed up. 
All right, Rob, looks like you're carrying the bags out after the game tonight, and it's 4-4, and just like the week before, we are going to overtime. And we go to overtime. The Bears get a chance here and there, but down come the Phantoms. Kasha, top circle, power shot, ping! Off the post with the shot! And it comes back down. The Phantoms center it, and wouldn't you know it, they put it into the freaking net. Phantoms 5, Bears 4. That's the end of the game. Good night, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your Valentine's Day. Ugh. Phantoms win. Oof. Uh, you know, I th- I want to get upset over this because this is the second time we've blown we've blown a lead against Lehigh above all people. The first game was with less than a minute to go, and this one was taking a lead into the third, and we just couldn't hold it. Little mistakes, just little mistakes, are the ones that end up costing you. And we've got ten more games against these guys. And ordinarily, I, I, at first part of me was, you know, we still won the weekend, technically. We still got three points out of four. So we, we won the weekend, technically. But there's just, I, I got to make a confession to everyone. There's a part of me that's kind of getting hard to get all ginned up over these games. It's, it's kind of hard for me to, to get all excited over these Bears games. It's not that I don't care. I do. I, I like listening to them. I like doing this podcast for you guys. This, these games, excuse me, sorry. These these games happen so I can fuel this podcast. Making friends in the hockey world is how I fuel this podcast. And talking to guys on the Hockey Podcast Network is what keeps this going. But... Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Lucky Land Slots. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm just wondering, what's the end game? No, not Avengers end game. But what's the end game? What's the gimmick, son? What's... What are we playing for? Because as of right now, there's no Calder Cup playoffs whatsoever. Now, there could be. We could get into the end of March and a playoff structure could be presented. We could get into late April with more vaccines in the pipeline. And, you know, that certain thing is starting to level off a little bit. I'm trying to refrain from saying it starts to level off a bit, and maybe we can have a condensed version of the playoffs, maybe try a bubble playoff system for the American Hockey League. But what are these points going to accomplish? 
what are we playing these games for? Because today I watched Caps Pens. And during the third period, when it was 4-3 Pittsburgh, I was proverbial pearl clutching. I was on the edge of my seat watching this game. Every centering pass, every hit, every puck that went toward Jari, I held my breath. I'm a Yinzer, shut up. I was nervous. I was thinking, Ovechkin's going to score. They've said the Penguins are undefeated at home. Ovechkin hasn't scored in the game yet. It's coming. That, that, that... That phantom power play that's going to put the Capitals up. It's going to happen. I've seen this movie. But the Penguins pulled it out. Two empty net goals, including a real nice Crosby one as Verona practically tackled him to the ground. But that's that's the fun of it. The joy of victory, the agony of defeat that I can go on and talk smack with with, uh, Hockey Troll and them and all that. I don't feel that with the Bears. I don't feel that with the American Hockey League right now. And and we're only a, a week in. We're only a couple games in. And this could change. This could very well change. And I guess I'm making an observation more than anything. And I know I said last week, just be happy hockey's back. Just be ho- happy what's on your plate. I am. I am happy that hockey's back. But what's the long con? What's the gimmick? Are we really just going to rush through this season with no playoffs? And if we do that, if that's all we are going to do, then I hate to say this, this season is nothing more than a bunch of exhibition games. They are empty, hollow calories that are eventually going to lose meaning the deeper into spring we go. I hate to say this, but if that's what it is, then that's what it is going to be. And if I'm wrong, I'll come on this podcast and say it. But I could be wrong, which I have been known to be. But as of right now, it's getting a little hard to to get excited over these games. But I think I need to get to a live hockey game. I need to try and get to Giant Center to uh, maybe rekindle my love of getting loaded and getting excited over these games. But I do get excited to talk to hockey with all of you. So that was a recap of the two games this past week. We'll take a look at where the Bears are going in the future and all the hockey news that matters to me. We'll be right back. Are you a fan of the Detroit Red Wings? Do you yearn for the days of the Russian dynasty, the days of Pavel Datsuk, Nikolai Lidstrom, Paul Coffey, and a young Jimmy Howard? Do you wish to hear musings and ramblings about the current state of Detroit's hockey team? Do you bleed red? Oh, wait, we all do. But anyway, do you love the red and white of the Detroit Red Wings? Well, do I have a podcast for you. On the Hockey Podcast Network, for all you Red Wings fans, check out the Brothers of Discussion Red Wings Rants podcast. Twice a week, these boys get on and talk Detroit hockey nonsense, whether it's reliving the glory days or basking in the misery of the darkness with Harkness. Join the two lads as they talk about all things Detroit Red Wings hockey twice a week on the Hockey Podcast Network. That's Red Wings Rant, Brothers of Discussion podcast, 
available wherever you get your podcasts and on the Hockey Podcast Network. That's Red Wings Rant, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Okay, maybe that was a little bit of a mindless self-indulgence for myself. (laughs) Red Wings rant, love you guys, mean it. I truly mean that. And you know, like the Joker in the Dark Knight once said, when I say it was nothing personal, you know I'm telling the truth. But let's move on, shall we? Enough talking about the Bears. It's time to talk about all of the hockey news that matters to me. My ramblings, observations, and stuff from this week in hockey. From a hack. Uh, This past week, the AHL announced that their Canadian division will get up and running. There will be five teams that make up this Canadian division. That is the Belleville Senators, the Laval Rakit, the Manitoba Moose, the Stockton Heat, well, and this case the Calgary Heat and the Toronto Marlies. Now why are these guys starting so late? First off, haha, <laughs> Canada. No offense to uh, okay, that, that 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 was a bit much. No. Canada's a lot more strict about uh COVID stuff up there. They're going through their own plights, they're having their own vaccine issues. It's a whole bunch of booga 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 up there on a different level than what goes on down here in the States. So It's not like where we said, all right, we're good. Canada said, yeah, if you're going to start, we need more out of you. We're going to need a lot stricter measures. We're going to need very rapid PCR tests. And uh, here's a whole bunch of propaganda. Good luck. So I'm just glad that these guys got back up and running, especially with uh, Belleville and um, Stockton actually moved up in with the Calgary Flames because – uh, no Cal is at the time wasn't playing along and allowing them to start. So, you know, it's pretty bad in California when you're moving up to Canada because their their COVID policies look a heck of a lot better than California. Uh, Manitoba slash Winnipeg was uh, they just moved in with their older brother and the Toronto Marlies, of course, playing out of Ontario. But Ontario's going through a lot of COVID stuff, too. So, yeah. I'm just glad, again, just glad to see them get back up and running. Belleville's only got one, two, three, four, five games scheduled as of right now, simply because uh, with them that the Canadian division only released the schedule for February. That's it. That's all they're getting. They're going on a monthly-by-month schedule. This is no different than what the ECHL has done. The ECHL let out like 20 to 25 games at a time just to see where we were with this whole, you know, thing that's going on in the world. See where we are. See how we can schedule games. And we keep moving. But I'm glad that these guys, that these, these five teams, they were able to get something together. That they were able to get something down. And that's what's important. Get these kids training, especially for teams like especially Belleville. Uh, the Marlies want to keep that Maple Leaf factory churning. And especially with Belleville, with all the prospects they got, Ottawa's going to want to see them sooner, or ra- much rather than later. So Canada, 
Good job of getting your AHL teams back up and running. We're going to stay in Canada and go to Dateline TSN 1040. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This dropped on Tuesday. Dateline Canada. Uh, I think it was either TSN 1050 or 1040 uh, announced that on Tuesday that they were going to be changing their format. They were going to be getting out of the sports talk business and they were going to relaunch themselves as a comedy channel. Uh, okay. A bit odd to do that now, but okay. Okay, good. So, um, okay. So I imagine how this is going to go. They sent the memo out that after this season of hockey over the summer, we will start the transition into a comedy channel. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, well, it's going to be a bit of a quicker transition. They've got the DJs lined up, and I'm pretty sure at the end of the month, you know, they'll give everybody two weeks to clean out and start putting out jobs and stuff and start making resumes. And I'm sure that, you know, it'll be a quick transition. It'll suck, but these things happen in radio on the microphone today. Fire tomorrow. I've seen it happen on Fox Sports all the time. So, okay, this will happen. This is fine. No. What happened, from what I heard from my friends up in the Great White North, was so evil the way this went down. I almost think it was planned out and executed by C. Montgomery Burns from The Simpsons. Because what happened on midday Tuesday, at least midday in Canada, and I'm paraphrasing because I'm down here in the U.S., I only got some um, inklings as to what happened. It was the employees were told midday Tuesday, some in the middle of their broadcast that they were fired or being let go and they had 30 minutes to get off the air, clean out their office and get out of the building because it had been just announced they are switching over to comedy that day. To make things even better, the sports talk had stopped, went, had some dead air for a little bit, and then started playing Time of Your Life, Good Riddance by Green Day. Now, for all of you who grew up in the early 2000s, who are familiar, or the late 90s, early 2000s, who are familiar with this song, on its surface, it sounds like a fun Green Day song that you play when you're in the mood. But the meaning of the song is that it's actually a breakup song. So TSN thought they were saying, I hope you had the time of your life. They thought they were saying to the fan base, I hope you had the time of your life. But we're moving on. We're going to have a comedy channel. It's going to get better. No, what you were really playing, you, you idiots, was you're breaking. we're breaking up with you. Here's a breakup song. Congratulations. You just did the equivalent of a breakup text. And a lot of these sports, sports journalists, guys on the mic, who might be, um, I comically say, hacks. They're not. But people on the microphone, like myself, were done. They were out of a job. To to quote Lord of the Rings, they were unarmed. They had no warning this was going to happen. And this was all also executed by Bell Communications, who owns a lot of them, I'm pretty sure. 
And just a few weeks earlier, here's the cherry on top of this Sunday. A few weeks earlier, they did their annual Bell Let's Talk Day, which is a day to promote mental illness and suicide prevention. Good day. Good stuff. Good day at the office all around. And then a few weeks later, let's just fire a bunch of employees without warning. Shrewd stuff there, Mr. Burns. Yes, Smithers, I'm going to fire. I want my sports division gone. I'm tired of hearing their babble. I want them gone for good. Uh, sir, I know you want to fire them, but shouldn't we give them two weeks to prepare themselves? Pishaw, they've had it too good with their two-week notices. I want them gone. I want them out. I want to laugh at the end of the day. Bring me comedy, Smithers. Fire them all. Bring them to me, and then I shall fire them. Right away, sir. <laughs> I, I, I'm laughing at the comic absurdity. And trust me, this is horrible. This is horrible what happened. If, if what I read and heard is how this went down was terrible. And I say this cartoonishly evil because that's exactly what it sounds like. I am, I am imitating C. Montgomery Burns because that's exactly how this seemed like it went down. Something out of a Simpsons episode. In fact... Don't tell Fox about this. They actually will make it into an episode because that's what the Simpsons do. But hopefully to everyone in the great white north who was let go, if my voice reaches you, in the words of the great red green, keep your stick on the ice and I'm pulling for you. We're all in this together. 20 seconds left. Ooh, running out of time already? I didn't realize the 20-second warning already went off. Wow. All right, let's keep this going. Two more quick stories, and then we will wrap this up for this week. Let's go to Dateline, Las Vegas, Nevada. You know, somebody really needs to stop the Las Vegas Golden Knights because these guys are getting out of hand. Earlier in the year, they debuted their gold jerseys. Okay, fine. They're a bit much... They're a bit loud. They're a bit gold. Cue all the gold member quotes and memes. But you know what? This was bound to happen. The name Golden Knights means you're going to get gold jerseys. They're probably going to be their primaries eventually. But okay, this is fine. Let's just go with that. Let's just roll with it. You do you, as the kids say. You do you. But this past week, they also debuted their retro reverse jerseys. It was a red jersey, which was a play off the old Las Vegas Thunder team, which I think was in the IHL in the 90s. I think it was a play on them. And they wore red, as in the stars on the Welcome to Las Vegas sign, if you've ever been out there, that shade of red. Bright neon red. Now, I saw these in like a quick gif for like five to ten seconds. And I saw these and I went, okay. I can get behind these. I mean, they're they're one-offs. They're not great, but I think I can get behind these. So, I got home, and I started watching the game. I think they were taking on the Ducks, and uh, no, no, it actually wasn't Ducks. I forget it was early in the week, but it doesn't matter because all I saw was Las Vegas skating around in red jerseys. And I know Vegas loves their Vegas gold, their shiny gold coin gold. And that's what you think of when you think of the Vegas Golden Knights. Or you think of those granite jerseys that they wear. That gray's not necessarily a regular color you wear at home, but it's it's their thing. It's what separates them from everybody else 
in the league. It's like San Jose wears teal. Nobody else wears teal. That's them. It looks horrible, but that's their thing. That's their color. You know, Flyers are one of the few teams that have worn orange as a primary color. They own it. That's who they are, and they're darn good at it. Same thing with Vegas. But to see them wearing red, just skating around with red jerseys, my mind was like, Vegas, red, does not compute, system rebooting, system rebooting, system failure. I just couldn't comprehend them wearing red. Please let these jerseys end after this year. As a one-off, I could swallow my pride, but no, no, this, this, this can't be a thing. However, Vegas didn't stop there. What? On Thursday night, they debuted gold helmets. Shiny, bright gold helmets. Now, I'm sure some of you are listening to this going, Oh, they must have worn their gold jerseys. No. They wore their regular granite home jerseys with bright gold helmets. Vegas, let me show you the odds here, Sparky. Uh, You need to stop. Uh, This is the equivalent of somebody dyeing their hair orange for attention. Please stop. I understand you're trying a lot of new things, but these gold helmets don't work. You want to wear them with your gold jerseys? Fine. I can accept that. But no, no, no. But somebody put out a great meme that was... uh, I think it was uh, Alex Tuck skating with the gold jersey, and below it it said, he must have went to Jared. Chef's kisses all around. I posted that on Twitter, and it blew up, absolutely blew up. May the gods be praised for the amount of memes that were created from that gold jersey. I just put the simple remark that said, Mom said I have to wear this hat outside because it's cold. (laughs) All right. Time running out, winding down a little bit. We actually have some outdoor games this week as the NHL is going out to Lake Tahoe and we'll be taking these games outdoors. Uh, Lake uh, Tahoe, I think that's in Utah. I'm pretty sure. But anyway, uh, two games will be played out there. Saturday will be the will be Vegas versus Colorado and tentatively is the New York Rangers versus the Boston Bruins. was originally supposed to be Philadelphia, but they're... They're going through uh, Corona-chan moving in. So, yeah. Should be a decent game out there. The atmosphere looks absolutely fantastic. There will be no fans there, but there will be a giant lake and mountain backdrop, and it should look fan-freaking-tastic. Personally, I will take Colorado. Sorry, dear. And I will take I will take Boston in these. I, I'd like to see the Rangers win. I'm just not sure if they're good enough. And the, and the outdoors are way too unpredictable. They're just way too unpredictable as of right now. But the outdoor games, Saturday at 3 o'clock and Sunday at 3 o'clock, don't be late. And hopefully that's an actual 3 o'clock start, not 3 o'clock programming start and 3.25 puck drop. NBC, please tighten it up. So that'll do it for the Grit and Barrett podcast this week. Thank you so much to everyone who has liked and listened and subbed throughout these past two weeks. Over 200 listens have gone through this. So let's make it 300 this week. Let's keep this going. 
Uh, make sure you also like the Facebook page. I just started up one. Give it a like. I will post episodes there as well. Also on the Hershey Bears Fan Club page. And, folks, like I said, hopefully within the next week or two, I will have a big announcement for everyone. But as Alton Brown once said, that is another show. Stay positive, test negative, and I'll catch you next time. That's the end of the game. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.